to the Ryan is Super Strong podcast. This is Ryan Knudsen, and I am, you guessed it, Super Strong. And uh, today I have with me someone else who I think is super strong. And in fact, we were just talking about it before we started recording. The lovely, my betrothed, Lori Pasqualino. Yes, I can lift many small children. <laughs> I've they watched you. strong. I've watched you do it. The strength level for today is history. Oh. History. Have you already done history? One of the oldest things. Have I done history before? I don't know. Maybe I just hear you talk. Man, you that's impressive <laughs> if you do it more, better than I do. Because you barely listen to this show. <laughs> I listen to it while it's happening, though. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Um, history is the oldest thing that we can think of, I think. If you think about it. What's stronger than the oldest thing we can think of? <laughs> mm. And today we're talking about the history of this very podcast. Because uh-huh. we are on week two, volume two, of the best of music from my show that's been featured on my yeah, show. Yeah, what was the super strength level for the best of volume one? Memories. Oh, maybe I confused that with history. They're maybe. similar. But when you said that, it did strike some kind of memory in my mind of my own history but i uh <laughs> but uh but no i can't remember for sure i could have done it before hmm. i have them all written down somewhere hmm. but i'd have to check that and i probably won't by the time i uh post this in a couple hours <laughs> that all being said we had volume this week this this past week has been insanely fun for so many reasons sure so many reasons especially the ending of the week yeah. um but the first reason that this week was fun was because I released volume one and people loved it. Yay! We got a ton of great feedback. All the artists uh, were, you know, texting me the, the day of and th- uh, thanking me for featuring them again and also like excited to hear it. And then several of them messaged me back later in the week and said, yo, I just listened to the episode. It was so awesome. Was, like, felt, they felt honored to be shared on an episode featuring so many other badasses, which made that made me feel really good. And it was a, it was a compliment I wasn't expecting, you know, I was expecting some listeners to go, Oh, I really like that or whatever, but I wasn't expecting people that were on that very show to go. Thank you for featuring me because you put me next to some really strong badasses and it made me feel good. You know? Sure. Doesn't that make, make you feel nice? Being next to strong badasses. (laughs) Are they on my side? (laughs) No, they're a motorcycle gang. Oh, that does not make me feel. <laughs> That's bad. true. That's true. But you stand next to me every day, and I'm a super strong badass. So many people say that, you know. So many people are out calling us and telling us that, right, babe? No, you just silent <laughs> treatmented me. <laughs> okay. Very strong. Okay, fine. Fine. Very very strong. Well, Sometimes when I put the lids on jars way tighter with my somehow putting jar on super strength, mm-hmm. you are able to use your taking jar caps off super strength. That's true. That is true. She's not lying about that. So I would say you often bring me jars that you haven't put on, you know, maybe a brand new jar of olives or something. Right. Pickles. Yeah. Those types of things that you like that are jarred. Jellies. <laughs> yeah. Well, enough about jellies. Um, uh, we're here for volume two. I'm excited about it. We have another great slew of music to share. Um, a few more tracks than last week. 
um, and a bunch more badasses. So, like I said last week, this is in no order, right? I randomly put all this together. So there's no order to this. It's just a bunch of badass music that I liked. Can you hear me eating these blueberries? I cannot. Ooh, there we go. Or is it just inside my headphones because I can hear the squishing inside my ears? But I can barely hear you. How about now? <laughs> barely. That's super quiet. That's I was quiet. literally eating those blueberries as loud as I possibly could. She's got a whole bowl full of blueberries right now. Oh, it's a little bowl. So you can play a little game at home alone or in mm -hmm. the car alone or with others. Is Lori eating a blueberry or is she not? There's a lot of them here. And so. depending on how long they can still hear you eating blueberries, they're going to know how long it takes you to eat. Meaning they're going to guess how big the bowl is. You know, oh, they'll try to. Or if they're two they hours into this episode and they still hear you, they're going to be like, wow, that's a big bowl of blueberries. You know what I mean? Hmm. Man, we're really not going anywhere, right? <laughs> <laughs> we are going nowhere in this episode. We're <laughs> 10 minutes in. Well, I hope you're enjoying this uh, waste of your time, but let's. we need to get to music. Uh, like I said before, this has no order to it. This is just a bunch of badass music that I was featured, and the first person I want to feature is, is from episode 76. We'll talk about him afterwards. This is the wonderful Aaron Lee Martin, episode 76, playing a tune called The Lonely One. If you want to love me, if you're going to, cause I ain't nobody's sweetheart, and I ain't nobody's song, and I don't have much to offer you, but I don't want you to string me along. I'm tired of feeling abandoned And I'm tired of being wrong So if this is love as we've made it Well, I'll gladly live this life alone Cause I can be lonely all by myself I don't need to be lonely with anybody else Oh, now I can be lonely all by myself I don't need to be lonely with anybody, anybody Things always seem like they have value 
just worthless Cause I can be lonely I'm by myself I don't need to be lonely with anybody else Oh now I can be lonely I'm by myself I don't need to be lonely with anybody Anybody I can be lonely I'm by myself I don't need to be lonely with anybody else Oh now I can be lonely I'm by myself I don't need to be lonely with anybody I can be lonely, yeah. I can be lonely, yeah. Oh, I can be lonely. But I'm not lonely anymore. <laughs> Poor man. Yeah. <laughs> he's so lonely. He is lonely. Well, he's not the lonely one anymore. He's not lonely anymore. I think. You know. Oh, oh, oh. Is the vibe it, at the oh, end? That's that's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for you, you know, man. I said that these songs aren't in any order. Um, but I lied. Oh. Because I wanted to start with that track because it's so freaking good and I love it a lot. Hmm. Not to say it's my favorite of any of the tracks or anything like that, but. It's one of my favorite of any of the tracks and all that. <laughs> I really love it. Um, Aaron Lee Martin is from Wichita. He's actually, he's, he's from, he's a, you know, if you listen to the episode, you'll find out where he's truly, truly from. But he's a Wichita boy. And uh, he was dear friends with my friend Ryan Eichelberger. Mm. And the first time I actually met Aaron, I knew about him for a long time because he's so big in the Wichita music scene. Mm-hmm. And the first time I actually met him in person was at Ryan's Wake. And I finally, I had seen him around town sometimes when I'd visit for like Christmas and stuff, you know, and and I'd be like, oh, I should meet Aaron. But then like, you know, whatever would happen and I wouldn't get to meet him. And then I saw him at a wake, at Ryan's wake. And I went up to him and I was like, hey man, I, I bought your album, Learn Behavior and I really love it. And, you know, I knew, I know how Ryan held him in really high regard, you know, Mm. and, um, and not only as, as a person, but also as a musician and a folk artist. Uh, so it was really cool to meet him and, and then we became fast friends, uh, we had, we, 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 uh, he had, you know, we just hung out and talked about Ryan that night. And then we, you know, then uh, we got to know each other's music a little bit. Then he came on the show the next time I came in town, uh, when, which was like in the, in the spring of that, ne- of that next year. So, mm-hmm. uh, so, and we got to reminisce about that and start talking. And then we had, you know, we had a great episode where we featured several tracks from Learn Behavior. Um, so I highly recommend, uh, going back to episode 76 and hearing me and Aaron Lee Martin become better friends uh, cause he's an awesome dude uh, who I, I, and I now care about him very much. He's a great guy, Oh! but the production, the production on that track is beautiful and the yeah. writing and the, the message and stuff. It's got kind of that like Lumineers, Mumford and Sons Definitely. vibe, mm-hmm. you know? 
makes you just want to go learn the mandolin. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And he plays a bunch of instruments on that on, on, on that album and another oh, one of those jerks, multi-talent huh? jerk heads, yeah. you know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> but he is awesome and I just, you know, uh, like I said, not to do anything in order, but I did I did think that was a great way to start the show even though it is a little bit of a sad song and the album is even a little bit of a sad album in a way. It's about his divorce. Um Sad's important. Didn't you see Inside Out? That's what I was about to say, babe. Exactly. And and you're one of the people that kind of helped even teach me that even more actually to be honest, you know. We mm-hmm. talk so openly about so many things. Yeah. And I didn't always used to do that. And I still don't here on the podcast, but <laughs> but it's true. You know, <laughs> and, uh, and and uh, well, you know, he, I love his album, that album in particular, because um, it's just, it's like, he was not, he was not like, I need to put a fun, happy love song on this album now. You know, he was, he just wrote his true story, you know? He was like, this is what I have to write. Yeah. That's important. That's very important because I spent my first like five years in LA just really trying to find a way to make myself viable. Yeah. I was you know, the, the original songs that I had. You said buyable on purpose, not viable. Like yeah, you said buyable. buyable. Like purchasable. Yeah. Purchasable. Yeah. Um, I I spent like actual money like paying people to write me like really sugar-coated yeah. songs. Right. And looking back at it, I think, oh man, I should take those off the internet. scrub the internet i used to think i wasn't a songwriter until uh i just stopped trying to write happy songs yeah and then it was like spew spew. and it was like oh wait here they come here they come that's right good for you ma'am yeah and uh speaking of people telling their true stories the next artist is someone i met when i auditioned for his band true story Wow. And that's a true story. That's we crazy. told that story. Um, I guess I guess it wasn't so much of an audition as it was a, hey, I heard that you play drums and you're fun. Can you come over to my house and rehearse and we'll see if we want to keep you? <laughs> so then we went Did over and rehearsed you? and then we uh, they kept me. Yeah, and we had a good time and then we played all kinds of parties. This is a guy named Owen Stevenson. He came on my show. I love the name Owen. Yeah, it's a good name. It's a really good, good name. name. I already like you. You oh, you didn't get to meet him actually. You didn't get to meet him. He was here just a couple weeks ago, and I went and hung out with him and uh, past guest Dustin Kester. Was I sleeping? No, I can't remember what you were doing. Actually, chances are, if a past guest has come, I haven't met them. I was sleeping. Well, no, he didn't come here. He didn't come here. Oh, I, I, I went over to um, that bar that we went over for Becca Lusgarten, also past guest Becca Lusgarten's birthday party. The one with the flannel and the dead heads on the wall. Exactly that one over there. Yeah. Uh, we went over to that one. I can't remember what it's called for the life of me. Flannel um, and Deadheads. Yeah, something like that. Flannel and Deadheads. <laughs> we went over there. I met him and Dustin Kester and another friend uh, of Owen, so I didn't know very well. I cannot remember for the life of me his name. He was a very nice guy. Um, so I apologize for that, Owen. This is Josh what a Roman. bummer that I'm ruining. <laughs> I'm just trying to get him <laughs> into Josh every Roman. episode. <laughs> That's great. That's uh I'm already feeling the the hurt of that experience. So, <laughs> oh, you really. dissed Josh Groban to the wrong person. <laughs> For Prepared many years, he was gonna be my husband. My name is Anigo Montoya. That guy attacks me because I insulted Josh Groban. All right, so let's be serious right now. Owen Stevenson. Owen. He was on episode 103. This is the as one of the tunes that he shared called "Love Is the Best Thing We Do." Let's go for a ride I'll steal you away 
Love is the best thing we do. I think so. I think actually, being serious, no, no. <laughs> I, I think it's hosting Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, I, think I think we so do too. that really well. People, that's the second time that's been talked about this year in 2019 because Granison talked about coming to our Thanksgivings. Actually, I'm saying, yeah, we do a good. Thanksgiving. Love's a close second, but hosting Thanksgiving, we are good at love. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I mean that sure. very seriously. It's like we we fight and squabble and. You know, and, uh, and, but we also, you know, do all the fun, happy, easy stuff that everybody that loves does, you know, but, uh, you know, we are good at loving. I think that's true. I agree. I'll put us on the back for that. Sure. We get through a lot of, a lot of craziness together. We don't absolutely you, do. Don't you agree? I do. I agree. <laughs> I um, agree. I, after having said that there's no order to this and then playing a song and then complimenting it on how it's not a love song. <laughs> And then immediately playing a nice love song about love. It does sound planned. <laughs> it sounds like I meant to do that. And I actually highly regret it now looking back. Yeah. Because <laughs> it makes me sound like I'm slamming on the, on love songs. But I'm not. I love love songs. Mm-hmm. And in fact, Owen's a great guy to talk about love. He's in love. And he's a lovely guy. Um, that song was on the album right here and now, which you can buy. Um and it's very reminiscent of the band True Story that I was in, which I, you can also buy that album. I, I can't remember what that album from True Story is called, but if you look it up, it has like a treble clef made with all kinds of different color squares, if I remember right. <laughs> so you can look for that icon on iTunes. seems unnecessary. <laughs> True Story. Kind of sounds Stevenson. like a tenor, so I don't really feel like... Oh, a treble clef. Clef. I was thinking... Clef. 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 Um, yeah, Owen's a great guy, and I didn't mean to slam on love songs right before I played yes, a love song. Did. I did not mean to do that. Um, however, mean-hearted man, don't you love love songs as well? I mean, that's what I was gonna say. Hey, you do love them. Falling in love with love is easy to do. That's <laughs> that's a good song title right there. Yeah, it's. A I mean, it's kind of a long song title, it's but it's a, more it's a of a musical theater. So, oh yeah. Okay. Let's do it. No. Let's fall in love. No. No, I'm saying that's another one. Okay. Okay, I can't argue with that. Uh, I love Owen. He's a great guy and uh, awesome to have him on. He was on the Chicago series when I was in Chicago. So I got him on on the show. Um, and, uh, you know, he's just a great dude. So let's, uh, you know, I didn't mean to slam on love songs, and I apologize for that. Owen, it's what uh, what a, what a, what a over apologize. I know, what a, what a horrible thing. Now it's sounding less and less sincere. Well, I was trying to find a good segue to the next people. And I guess what I should have said was that, speaking of love, you know, Here's somebody who's in love as well. 
<laughs> also not good. Wow. <laughs> this is our dear friend. You you know this person, babe. You definitely know this person. This is Isabel. Episode, I know her. Episode 99. I do know her. She just wished us congratulations on our engagement. Oh, that was very nice of and her. And she said, you done good, kid, with a with a uh, finger okay sign. One of those A-okay Yeah, like you did. Things. You done good, kid. Ah, well, thank you. Yeah, Isabel's awesome. Thank you, Isabel. She was on episode 99. And as you know, yeah. she is the lover of our dear friend, Julian Hoffman Beachco who was on episode 42 back in the day. Mm-hmm. So this is kind of cool because uh, Julian is, was in that was in, was one of those guys who was back in the day when I wasn't sh- when we when I wasn't sharing some uh, music from the guests, right? I was oh. just having episodes, but Julian didn't get to get featured, but he produces and writes and plays on and does all this cool stuff with Isabel. Yeah, a lot girlfriend. of her stuff too. Yeah, so yeah. so you'll hear Julian on this track. Yeah. Um so you're getting two for one on this. Episode ninety nine with Isabel and episode forty two with Julian Hoffman Beach. Not to say that she doesn't live ha- hold and stand on her own as a musician. I would I, I would both, be the last person to say that. They both babe. do. <laughs> it's just they also collaborate. No, hundred percent. No, that's a good that's a good thing to say. Because I think yes. people say that about us too. Yes. You know, it's like it's like, hey, here are two people. Who kick ass on their very own Both damn selves. Their own wonderful musicians and their own regards. Damn straight. And then together they created Superstition. Ain't the way. Superstition. <laughs> Good. That's better. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> to prove the latter, here's Isabel with Weathered.
She knows that. Well, That's she wouldn't she be saying it if she, if she didn't. She, she wouldn't it. be saying it if she, she didn't. She knows it. She knows it, you know. And I think next time she will. I think so, too. You know? That was Weathered by Isabel. Weathered. She's great. She's awesome. We met her. Um, it was the first time we met her with Neville Wickstrom? First, yes. I, because that's, uh, that's... I met her before we were even an item. That's right. Actually, I think we were kind of a pre-item. But even that pre-item time was only like a week. We pretty much like went from oh, I remember friends that, that. Okay. to like, what are we? And then What's we were happening? like, and then we were like, what's happening? Then you were like, then you were like, um, would you please be my girlfriend? And I was like, um, okay. That's not what I said. Yeah, that's exactly what you said. You said, you said, um, excuse me, Ms. Pasqualino. <laughs> Madam, would you do me the honor of going steady with me? And then you <laughs> pinned your pin onto me, and I haven't taken it off since. Okay, fine. That's how it went down, and we're sticking to it. It's on record now. Mm-hmm. And I still want my pin back. Nope. Anyway, those three songs were about, you know, being lonely, then love, then... Just Going exhausted by it all. <laughs> exactly. And this uh, conversation is, or this next song is also a conversation on being exhausted by it all. <laughs> this uh, is a tune. Uh, the guy that wrote this song, yeah, we actually had on as a guest okay. on episode 111, but okay. we didn't share any of his music on that episode. We oh. just we just had a great episode. We didn't feature Who his music. Who was he, babe? Um, this is the wonderful Braxton Molinaro. Oh. And the reason we didn't share music from that uh, from the, uh, his album was because we had already shared music from his album on Becca's episode. On Becca's episode with you, mm-hmm. seventy eight. Right. Uh, we shared the track on Columbine, and that's from the album Guns, the album. Yeah. Which uh, so we 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 hyped that during Becca's album or Becca's episode because she was on it. Yeah. And also Adam Cheskine, who was on episode one hundred one and fifty one, he was on that album as well. So a lot of past guests uh, involved in in um guns the album yeah and uh, when we when braxton was on in episode 111 he uh we talked about that about yep. how the way that braxton and i met was very serendipitous yeah and um so we're gonna play the track on columbine now and then we'll keep on talking about him after that okay great <laughs> it's not a good segue to the tune. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> Here we go on Columbine. Halfway through the day, our principal announced we would go home early. I got off the bus April 20th, 1999. Walked into the house, mom was on the couch. I heard her start to cry. unnatural and I don't understand what are the odds it's unimaginable and they were just kids like me and so capable and so capable my fellow Americans to the families who have lost their beloved children I can only say tonight that the prayers of the American people are with you my fellow Americans, our nation is shocked and saddened by the news of the shootings today. Schools should be places of safety and sanctuary and learning. My fellow Americans, there's been another mass shooting in America. We've become numb to this.
my fellow Americans. My fellow Americans. My fellow Americans. My fellow Americans. The eight-year assault on your Second Amendment freedoms has come to a crashing end. And now I think about how it hasn't stopped. I'm 26 years old, it's still coming out the box like it's a part of us. Life's just dangerous, no need to be afraid. In your town, you're safe. In your town, you're safe. Yeah, that's a really good track. Yeah. I the production on that whole album is incredible, yep. and I don't think I clarified why I, I said I said was speaking of like being tired of the whole conversation, right? Right. Meaning, uh, it's funny because Braxton talks about this on his episode, which is that they wrote this track well before, like, I mean, I can't remember what I can't remember what year it was. You have to check that episode out. But it was years and years ago was when they wrote it, and then years later they produced it. Then like a year later, they recorded a video, and so and then people when it came out finally, people were like, "Oh my god, what a what a good time for this track to be coming out!" And it was like it was a good time years ago, and we wrote it, and I can't mm. believe that it's getting worse and worse and worse, and like so it's absurd. So saying that we're tired of the conversation is definitely a good way to introduce that tune, right? It's like yeah. that tune should not be as meaningful today as it is as it was when it was written, right? Yeah, it should have gone down in value or something. Uh, yeah, you know, I I I love that Braxton and his team did something like that because the video went viral. Um, I'll put a link to that in the show notes because I want to support that, uh, you know, the message of that album and stuff. But the, uh, but it sucks in a way. I, like it's like you don't want to wish failure on anybody, but you kind of wish that wasn't still important to yeah. talk about. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like I I want the album to do great and I want people to like that stuff, but it's it's like why can't you know? Why why are we still having to write albums? About I know we shouldn't need to talk yeah. about this anymore. It should be fixed. Yeah. But that's not what we came to do this wacky show about. <laughs> but it's certainly goddamn true. Um, yeah, so why not sit in that for a second? That's fine. You know, it's fine. Some things, by. Some, some things are not wacky. Yeah, some things are not wacky, and it's hard to twist them up. But that being said, uh, Braxton is a great guy. I just recorded on his album of love songs, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, love songs are not getting the great rap on this episode for some reason. <laughs> I almost never sing them. Actually, I was thinking about that on our drive yeah. up. Didn't I say this that? This is weird. But we have been talking about love songs a lot this last few days. Yeah. Well, th- okay. So let's clarify why. We went to Eddie Haddad and Megan Parker's wedding on Th- Saturday. That's right. We did. So I, I played I played in the wedding band, but we went on Friday for like the kind of uh, bridal party hang. And then Saturday was the, was the, the, was the wedding and the reception. Yeah. And Eddie Haddad has been on episode. I can't remember what episode. He was on Stephen Rothkoff's episode mm-hmm. um, at the beginning of the year. 68, I think. Number 68 he was on. He was also on with Varna, which I really can't mm-hmm. remember what number oh, that yeah. was. Wow. I only remembered 68 because it was um, like my first episode it was back. Right before after. 69. <laughs> I was leading right into my <laughs> funny number. Um, But no, so, uh, but in all seriousness, uh, it was the first one that I'd produced out of our apartment. Oh. Um, 
okay. And the, and it was the first one because the the one before that was you and Matthew Grant for Christmas, but I actually did that after the Stephen Rothkoff episode. Oh yeah, that's right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I remember that particular thing. I do not remember when Varna came on, but we did record here at, at this place. Uh, yeah. But it was uh, it was before I was doing stuff on my own, and Eddie. Came, so Eddie's been on two episodes, um, and we went to his wedding. That's right. And. You helped so much. Even he even thanked you after the wedding because you were such a huge part of the wedding, babe. Right? I don't think I was a, that big of a part. I just I Eddie and I were doing a gig together, right. and I had picked out some songs for the set list, and Eddie yeah. happened to like those songs. Yeah, he did, <laughs> and, and then, then, then the, played them all at the wedding. <laughs> played the, did them all at the wedding, <laughs> including and, their first dance, including and... their first dance, which was a song which was a song that I've always loved and always wanted to perform. Yeah, but never had because I didn't think I I, I had never really uh, had someone playing with me who I thought had chops enough on guitar to do it. Right. Sure. And, but yeah. Eddie certainly does. And, um, yeah, definitely. And so we did Danny's song right. by Loggins and Messina. That's right. And, uh, mm-hmm. and I've always loved that song. I've always wanted to perform it. I've always thought it was a beautiful song and I had never sung it before, but I had said, uh, I had said, yeah, let's do it. I'm finally going to sing this song. It was the first time I was going to sing it in public. Yeah. And then Eddie went home. He was listening to it, learning it. And then he and Megan were listening to it, heard it, and, and said, this is going to be our song we dance to. We couldn't figure it out. And this was it. So I was very honored to have assisted in my very small way of just wanting to sing a song. That's right. <laughs> so, yeah. So we. it's nice to kind of counterpoint some of this uh <laughs> <laughs> like slapping on love songs we've been doing with the fact that we do love love songs and so much so that we even helped one of our dear friends incorporate a bunch of love songs into their wedding that we That's love. Right. So. Yeah, then you went and played some other songs that I were played on a bunch of love songs. And, and, yeah, yeah, I do love love songs, but I don't know why uh, they're getting such a weird rap because we've just been enjoying them the whole weekend. So I don't know what. But and that wedding was so full of love. We had a great time. Yes. Then we went dancing afterwards. It was so much fun. Very fun. We were down in San Diego. The vibe is just clean and fun down there. Yeah. Well, I don't know if clean's the right word we saw. Yeah. Plenty of filth. Lots of filth. <laughs> Vomit but in the parking fun. lot. Fun. <laughs> fun. And tacos. <laughs> That's true. We did a lot of tacoing. Anyways, uh, Eddie's not on this episode, but we'll no, talk about we I, I am going to talk about him in the next songs. episode. So, yeah. so you'll hear about him again. Um, we'll talk about Eddie in the next episode. I just love the guy so much. He's a Yeah, dear what a sweetie pie. He's a great guy. And, and, and sorry, we, you know, Megan. His lovely wife is lovely as well. Yes. We, I've never had her on the show, but we should get her up here. Oh, she looked so lovely. Yeah, she was beautiful. A beautiful blushing bride. I don't know if she was blushing. Oh, that's just a saying I know. <laughs> <laughs> the next tune I'm going to show you guys. Uh, this is uh, the keyboard player on this album is the guy that I'm talking about. Is episode 71. This uh, is from a guy named Max Marshall. Uh, this is a band that I'm the drummer for, actually, uh, called the Media Noche Trio. And How this many is... bands are you the drummer for? <laughs> That's a good question. <laughs> An unanswerable Why question at this point. Let me just clear this up right here and right now. <laughs> 69. And oh, uh, the tune is from our first album, MNT, which you can buy if you come to my house and ask me for a copy. <laughs> That's about the only way. Here is the tune from our first uh, self-titled album, MNT. This tune is called... Escúchame. Listen to me. Escúchame. 
you know what, babe? What, babe? You're real good at drums. <laughs> Thanks, babe. There's, There's a real little... more cowbell moments in there. There are some of those. Um, uh, Max Marshall on keyboard. Coleman Cook on bass. And I say that with such enthusiasm because, again, he was on some shows. Uh, he was on the entire Nashville series of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I went to Nashville... Uh, several years now ago i can't remember when that was even three years ago probably like two years ago no i think it was three all right i'm not gonna argue it was the first year we were dating um uh, if if i remember right um but yeah it was uh i think it was three years ago coleman cook was my guest producer on seven episodes numbers 32 through 38 so if you want to get a good idea of how silly coleman is and i love him so much he's one of my best friends he uh is a bass player and you just heard him play and then he's on 32 through 38 of the Ryan is Super Strong podcast as my guest producer in Nashville when I uh, interviewed a bunch of badass musicians and uh, didn't show you any of their music on those episodes. <laughs> Again, because we weren't doing that back in those you days. Live, you learn. Exactly. Yeah. You learn. <laughs> you learn. That's my Alanis Morissette impression. That's my impression of that part of that song. <laughs> well, that was a scooch of Um, I do have to say Max Marshall is one of my favorite people on the globe. He's such a funny guy and he's, an, he's an incredible piano player. Um, I have, I have, uh, more amazing piano players on the, no, like more as in more people, not more as in better piano players. <laughs> I have more awesome piano play- No, uh, Max. If you think Ryan corrects himself a lot on this show, I want you to imagine living with him. And oh the no! Amount of corrections. Don't do that to anybody. On- <laughs> Don't do that to, your, to anyone here. Don't make them imagine that. Um, no, but seriously, Max is awesome. He's a he's a wonderful person. Escuchame, MNT, Coleman Cook. Uh, that was we recorded that one right before a tour. Um, and then uh, Hunter Diamond from past uh, past show, uh, he's a past guest on episode sixty three, which, which we also did not share any music during those days, and that's a bummer. But Hunter toured around with MNT a lot and uh, was a dear friend of ours, and so we're, that's I guess I'm just trying to list all the people that were in relation to that tune of some sort or got to play that tune. I bet that's really fun for people listening who don't know who any of these people are. No, but all the listeners know all these guys. They know Hunter. They know Coleman. They know Maxi Boy. They know you, they know me. This is the funnest thing that's ever happened to them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's not, but that's okay. Um, I think that's a good point, though, is that the next person is connected to these guys as well. And this is fun for me, so I'm going to tell you how he's connected. Okay. Um, the next person on this episode, uh, is, it was on episode number 80, and uh, his name was Marcos Varela. He is a bass player, and the reason he's connected to this list of then oh yeah this I did this on purpose too. Maybe there is some order sometimes, <laughs> but the reason I did that was because Marcos's episode featured uh, some tunes with Max playing, and Max Max's episode number seventy one uh, featured some tunes with Marcos playing on. So you've actually heard both of those guys play on my podcast a couple times, and uh, Marcos was on episode what I say eighty. This is the tune. Textures. Oh. 
textural. Mm, I felt a variety of textures, <laughs> right true. down from microfiber <laughs> all the way to the prickly side of Velcro, mm. and then right back again to that weird tofu style texture. Yeah, this track, um, I was reminded of this uh, when I was listening to this the first time, and also now. And I, I'm, I have several friends that are in Brazil right now preparing for Carnival, ah, yes. and. Something I love about Latin music, speak uh, like like Escucha made that last track. Uh, when when Cuban music and Brazilian music are done like really really well, from the beginning like and like really truthfully and like you know like the way that they really do it live, like from the beginning of the tune to the end of the tune, it's normally like four or five clicks faster at the end of the tune, like a long jazz, like a long of a long tune not like they they, get excited that will they like but it's it's a learned skill to slowly speed up by a little bit just to add intensity Mm. but not get so fast that it's uncomfortable anymore yes yes and textures you know was recorded live and recorded by a badass band that was playing a was performing for an album you know so it's like it was a straight performance they didn't do it to click and if you if you want to like jump back to the recording and listen to the first minute for versus the the last minute, it's a, just slightly faster. It's maybe five or six clicks faster than the beginning, and it just feels right when you listen to the entire tune. It grows in intensity and brings you through an actual performance. There's no click, you know. Mm-hmm. There's no robot making you play right. You and I met doing an album like that. That's true. Yeah, and it's so it's I love I love that like where you feel the perform the real performance happening. You know. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that's why I love, I love that tune. Marcos shared a lot of great tunes on that, uh, on that episode, but that's why that was my favorite track on that album. And yeah. there's no order to the tracks that I'm sharing, but th- they, they all are my favorite from that episode. Uh, and that's my favorite from that episode. Episode 80. Wonderful. Yeah, I think so. And I get to see Marcos this week, which is great. He's a Yay! good friend of mine. I'll see him at the NAM convention. So I'm excited to see, Na- uh, Marcos. And he texted me earlier about maybe possibly going to the, the base jams on Thursday and Friday, which, uh, I always like to go to because I'm typically one of the only drummers in the room and I meet a lot of bass players and often get gigs from that. That's <laughs> so, great. That's always a good Very hang. Very wise. Marcos is a great guy. Uh, so yeah, so check out episode 80 and become friends with him like we are. I should go to like 40th high school reunions and you know sing for all the old people and be the only singer in the room and they'll be like she can sing great american songbook she can come to be with us in the elderly places (laughs) be with us (laughs) i think that you just admitted that you want to move into an elderly i really just do i think (laughs) that had nothing to do with performance at all i just want to be with the elderly (laughs) it's i came i have like mental benjamin buttons disease Yeah. yeah I, I belong with them. Yeah, you do. Well, it's time for something special now. Okay. Uh, it's it's that time of the of the episode where where we're going to co-host corner again. Co-host corner. Yeah, but not the not the typical kind of co-host corner. Oh, we're going yes, to the kind oh, where we celebrate somebody that was a co-host of mine okay. who gets to share some songs now. Okay. Who will it be this week? I listed three last week. Last week was Tara Louise. This week. <sighs> It will be your mom. No, I should. You know. Yep. I should have her on the show. She's in town right now. Yep. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. Yep. Uh, but, but no, it is not my mom. Thank you for the offer. Yeah, it is in. the wonderful Matthew Grant. Well, I had two guesses to get it right. <laughs> no, no. I you thought- just focused on that thing that you tried to make me feel bad about last week. 
Oh, look what you did to me. I caught it. <laughs> you caught the vampiric germ. Uh, Matthew Grant, he was on episodes 27, 54, 67, and number 114. Matthew is one of my best friends. Yep. I love him so much. Uh, we met doing, a sh- I was doing a show for him. Uh, I met, at a, the first time I met him was at a rehearsal for his show. We rehearsed one time and then did a show. We liked each other a lot, and I said, hey, man, why don't you come over to my house and do a, or to the studio at the time and do a uh, podcast, you know? And he was like, sweet. That was episode 27, so we weren't sharing music at the time. But since then, uh, he came on 50, episode 54, which was the, uh, the year anniversary show, still didn't share music. Then 67... Was the was our my first episode uh, producing the show on my own with you and him? We did some we did some Christmas tunes, mm-hmm. and then episode one fourteen he came on and we featured one of his album one of his new Christmas album songs and we and some other guests and we talked about Thanksgiving, and so you have heard his music on the show finally, and now we're gonna hear another track of Matthew Grant uh, for the uh, for the first time. This is uh, a tune called "Let You Go." Trying to play it cool, but you're breaking me down I'm feeling like a fool, cause I want you around I know I should let it go Oh, but I won't let it show Now if I'm really honest, I love you the most And if I break my promise, I'll only hurt worse I know I should let it go Oh, but I won't let it show Cause if you ever love someone will always put them first and even though it's hard sometimes you'll always try to make it work so what am i supposed to think when you bring out the worst in me i know i shouldn't hesitate because i got a choice to make should i let it go let it go should i let you go i don't know let it go, let it go Should I let you go? I don't know You're not really here like you said you would be I'm feeling so alone when you're right next to me I don't know why I wanna stay Seems like you're gone anyway I see you're working hard trying to keep up your smile But there's no feelings here, they've been gone for a while I don't know why you wanna stay Seems like you're gone anyway Cause if you ever love someone You will always put them first And even though it's hard sometimes You'll always try to make it work So what am I supposed to think when you bring out the worst in me I know I shouldn't hesitate Cause I got a choice to make Should I let it go, let it go Should I let you go, I don't know Let it go, let it go Should I let you go, I don't know I try to walk away but I don't I said I'll speak my mind, but I won't This ain't where I wanna be But you got this hold on me I'm trying to favor us, but I can't You know I'm working hard 
You will always put them first And even though it's hard sometimes You'll always try to make it worse So what am I supposed to think When you bring out the worst in me I know I shouldn't hesitate Cause I got a choice to make Should I let it go? Let it go Should I let you go? I don't know Let it go, let it go Should I let you go? I don't know No, you shouldn't No Don't let me go, Matthew I love you too much Let you go, let you go He's actually out on Princess Cruises right now doing some shows And guess who booked him on that gig? Neville Neville Wickstrom, past guest um yeah matthew is one of my, yeah i guess i already said one of my dear friends awesome tracks I, I that's one i know very well we've played that live uh i don't even know how many times very many times um he's a great musician great songwriter and then also just you know great human being makes great mac and cheese oh makes good mac and cheese yeah. we love making old fashions together yep we uh we ha- he's the one that um i've talked about the- oh i actually talk about this on future podcast interviews who who will the guest be i don't know um but no we've talked is about it, it. We, he it you and him. no it's not him uh but you and i went to you and i went with matthew downtown to see jonah levine play yes. then we took the train or then we went to the streamliner downtown yeah and had some drinks then we went all the way to santa monica to see matt hornbeck play oh yeah it was um we went further in one night than most people will ever leave their neighborhood in la that's true that's true we did it was a huge la excursion it was super fun though yes uh but yeah matthew grant his uh, you know i could go on and on and on and on about how awesome he is as a friend but i won't because there's uh four episodes of me talking about that <laughs> it is kind of cool though because like the first time we i had him on the show we had basically just met that week you know, like a week, mm-hmm. a week before. And then now, if you fast forward to like episode 114, where we're like extreme, actually episode 114, we recorded that night when we got back from that adventure <laughs> that we went on oh, that big adventure. Yeah. We were drunk and tired. Matthew was like listening to all the music we were featuring and it was Thanksgiving and we were talking about food and stuff. And we were both like trying to stay awake, but having fun goofing around and stuff too. It was really ridiculous. And I went to bed. You went to bed. Yeah. It was very late. Um, <laughs> As it is right now. Yeah. Which is possibly why I'm... Losing my train of thought constantly. <laughs> We've had it. We're, we're going on very little sleep right now, babe. Isn't so that? little. So, and I said that to you, but I also meant it to the listener. We are, uh, let's put it this way. Tired. Sleep deprived. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I tried to count up the hours of sleep I had in the last like five days this morning. Yeah. And I was so tired I couldn't do it. Couldn't remember. And I was so tired I couldn't finish the word remember just then. Hmm. Anyways, speaking of Matthew Grant, on episode 114, we actually shared, it was a special episode because it was Thanksgiving episode and I was thanking my listeners uh, because they were listening to the show, but I had gotten a few requests to be on the show. But now that I record it in my home, um, I'm a little tentative to just get a Facebook message and have somebody on the show. Because <laughs> yeah. cause I don't know these people I don't trust these people Mm-mm. Read If you read the reviews on my show You can tell that the people that listen are maniacs Yeah, we have valuables here Crazed. We recently got a Dyson vacuum That's cleaner. true so yes. we got And a- by recently she means two Black Fridays ago <laughs> But it is still very exciting Yeah, it is, it is very It's very good. exciting to have You know, we don't have a lot But you know what we do have? 
we do have the vacuum of rich people. We do. We, we saved do. up, then we waited for Black Friday, and then we bought it. It was a good day. It's very sucky. <laughs> good one, babe. Ooh. <laughs> I don't think that's the sounds you want recorded on there. You know what I mean? Anyways. Don't um, steal my vacuum. Episode 114, uh, to get back to what I was saying, was that, yeah, I, I, I'm timid just to like invite people I don't know at all to, to the house, you know, because you don't know them. Um, so I thought, what's a better way to do that? Like, what's a safe way to invite people that are listening to my show uh, on the show? And I thought, hey, let's have them do phone interviews. So I had a few people do some phone interviews. Yeah. Um, they, they, uh, they, were on very, they were short little tracks. There's a guy named Connor Cherland. There's a guy named Imagine, which is his performer name, and mm. my friend Matt Judson, who I is I actually do know. He's not a stranger. Uh, he you just and, don't want him and neither of those guys anymore. <laughs> I just don't want <laughs> Matt in my house. <laughs> no, uh, Matt is great. Uh, he lives in Austin though, Austin, Texas. So okay. it's hard to get him over here. But he had just had an album drop as well, and I was like, hey, I'm I'm hyping these other guys' albums. Let's hype you too. Um, so I highly recommend going back to 114 because I'm kind of lumping these guys up, and in fact. I've prepared a little, like, kind of... J- these are just chunks of the three tunes that I shared Ugh, from there, those guys. That's my least favorite word. Ooh, what should I say then? Clippies? <laughs> these are just a medley of clippies. Segments. Chunk. Especially when it's pertaining to food, like chunky soup. Because then I just think about Ugh. what happens if the soup doesn't agree with you okay 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 don't and do now this. you all know this is not what people come to listen for babe. that's horrible um they episode 114 now. featured like i said connor churlin imagine and matt judson here are chunks <laughs> what's funny that i said that is that i really tried to not say the word that would bug you and then chunks just came out mm. like my brain was like no lean into it mess with her mind Anyways, here are three beautiful segments of, of Connor Cherland's uh, The Choices of John Still, Imagine's Dreamcatcher, and Matt Judson's Lead by Example. Ringing in his mind was this meant to be? Oh, no, 
As I close my eyes, reveal my mind I swear I've never been this high Practically divine By the way, I'm paying in the sky With every brush stroke A slashing of my corporate sword If I'm fighting for my love This means war Pay no mind to pushers Anchors trying to weigh me down Can't hear them underwater Sleeping fish don't make a sound With every breath, I KMF Cause life is what I made of it I'm formulating a distinction of this thing called happiness And analyzing the fine print of contrast God supplied us with Cause the devil's in the details So read it close to read Feel your purpose of design Inherent from within Genetically a pedigree of everything You'll know you'll be impressed me with the quickness The dragon's in your soul Kamehameha energy Palms out, let it go Benevolent, hands been amplified, undeniable, frozen dark matter, carcinogenic, carbon heretic, paradoxical mindset, gone to the ether, philosophical leader, all the way out to Alpha Centauri and back again. Versatility, I'm basically talking to myself. So make yourself useful, take a dose of Darwin's pharmacy. Cause we must evolve into beings that indiscriminate, intermediate, infinitely relate over love and hate. is another word you could use <laughs> no man uh, uh connor had like I, I he was such a silly guy i like talking to him on the phone uh he was a funny guy and he, he has a great voice i really like i really really liked his voice and his, mm-hmm. and his album tells a full story um so like i try I, sh- I said on the episode hey if you're fans of connor hit me up you know yeah Hit me up so that I can prove that he knows more than just me in the world. Don't He's not some him. kind of Don't crazed maniac that just wants to get into my home. Yeah. And I'll invite him over to my home and we'll have an inter- a full interview, feature more of his music. And the same goes for Imagine, who wrote like a badass beefy beat, you know, and then raps over it. He's a rapper, hip hop artist. Uh, Imagine. Oh, a, uh, a, a peer of myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A? Yeah, artists like. Lori Pasqualina. <laughs> Same exact vein. I think he would really appreciate that going down with his cred. Um, 
Yeah, Imagine's awesome, and and he he's a very silly guy. Listen to the podcast; he always comments on social media and stuff. And uh, same goes for him. Hit me up if you want to have a full interview with him, and also Matt Judson, who if he's ever in LA or if I can get him up, you know, for Nam or something, or if I go to Austin, I will definitely get him on an episode. I've been I've been friends with Matt since uh, early college days, and uh, he's a great drummer. Uh, but that and that album, uh, Lo-Fi Sofa, that he that he came out with right before that episode. Um, it's it's like every track is super different. Um, I shared that one because we shared it on the on the episode, and uh, but like but the, every track is really cool and different. And there's and he's producing that and drumming on it and doing all kinds of instruments and singing and rapping and it, it's just it's just really cool. It's I mean, a very artistic like check out all this cool shit that I know how to do kind of album. You know how did they all hit you up? As you would say, um, I would say they used Instagram messaging actually. Yeah, they, yeah, I think everybody did Instagram messaging. Instagram messaging. Yeah, it's a good way to get a hold of me. That's the um, way to hit him up. You can always Do hit me up hit through uh, through you know emailing me at rhinosuperstrong at gmail.com or through the Facebook stuff. But I think Instagram messenger is like a... I'm pretty much definitely going to see that, you know. Is that what most of the kids say? They say, hit me up. Hit me up, buttercup. That's what they all say. I still say, call my secretary. <laughs> it's a man for equal <laughs> rights. <a> <laughs> Call my girl. <laughs> Call my young woman. Oh, that felt weird to say that. <laughs> wow. I feel so uncomfortable in my own home right I'm now. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Um. All right. Well, that was great. Like I said, I thought, you know, uh, let's make this very long episode a little bit shorter and make a medley of those guys. Since they only shared one, and then I need your votes. You know, I need you guys to come in and say, hey, get these guys on a full episode, then you'll hear more from them. It's but okay. moving you on. made up for the time that you, you know, Saved cut out by, by just talking just forever. Talking. <laughs> Correcting myself over and over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Asking the next. for your young woman. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wrong. People come to listen to, the, but you know it's serious. You know, people come I made to these a, episodes. I made a funny, you know, period like secretary joke, right? And you really took it to serial killer land. Whoa! No, I did not. <laughs> My <creep>. young woman. <laughs> <laughs> to vote on whether or not Ryan sounds like a serial killer. Oh my god. <laughs> That's the worst poll I've ever heard of. Stop that. All right. He's okay. not. Yeah. He might just sound He's like not. He's <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next people are two people I would never never ever serial kill. Are Let's they also that. young women? Is that That's a good why segue? You're saying people? <laughs> <laughs> one of them's a young woman oh boy watch uh, out this is the duo schmabaray oh yes we love these guys uh this is adam Cheskin, who i mentioned earlier uh who, who a friend of braxton molinaro's and performed on the on the album guns as well um adam and carolyn janya make up the group schmabaray uh they were on episodes 51 and 101 51 was like an actual true feature and 101 was uh, them acting as Pongo and Perdita, the Dalmatians, <laughs> <laughs> for an entire hour. And it is absolutely insane. It's both insane that um, that they did that. <laughs> They're that silly and can hold that for that long. And it's also insane that I would think of that, have friends that would be willing to do that 
ask them to do that and then provide a place for us to all sit together and actually entertain that a stupid menu. idea. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm a crazed maniac and everyone knows that. But uh, episode Who 101. Loves young women. Shut up. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> This is awful. This is bad. This is such an I'm awful really episode of this podcast. Is horrible. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, but seriously, please stop smutting up these wonderful people. Uh, I love them so dearly. This is Schmabaray with I Wanna Be French. century Rome made with stale bread and egg. In 1724, Joseph French, an American chef, changed its name to French's toast, claiming it as his own but forgetting the apostrophe. Isn't that funny? French toast isn't French at all. Sorry for wasting your time.
French. Kind of makes me want to be French. I know. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. God, I love those guys. I really do. Um, they're such sweethearts, and uh, they. I just wrote a very mean email to them today just to pick out because they uh they they have this way of apologizing to me every time they communicate with me. They're like, like, oh, sorry, sorry to bug you. Don't want to bug you. Uh, just want to ask this quick question. Or they'll text me, hey, sorry about this. Can we do this? You know. And so today I just just quickly responded like, hey, you two, I really hate it when you talk to me, and I need you to cut your communications down to one to two times a day. And by day, I mean month. I will. That's what I said to them. I will only respond to Perlita and Pongo. Perlita and Pongo only, please. I know you know them. I was very, very mean. I was very mean and cruel in my response to them. And that's how I treat my friends that I love. Yeah. <laughs> As I have very uh, just serious problems, I think, mentally. Well, I think if they were French, um, <laughs> they wouldn't speak that way. You know? <laughs> that's true i took french no. for one year that i only tell that story to illustrate how gentle and tender they can be as friends they're so, they're, they're so caring I, I, they really are very sweet and uh they're hilarious and like you said last week are you afraid of showing their music on a on an episode because it's much more funny than you <laughs> and the answer is uh constantly afraid of that yeah. uh, but i do it constantly because i'm so happy to have friends like them that make me laugh uh, every minute I'm around them, at least I have to say, hmm. they're silly. They're very silly. Very very silly, very and I, I'm excited. We, we, we do shows as the band Lady. Um, oh, that's right. So yeah. we we played at Groundlings, and we have a couple dates coming up in the new year. This year. <laughs> this is the it's new, still new. This is it's the new year. It's this new year. New year. This new year. It's not the new year anymore. It's now this new year. That's true. So go back and listen to episodes 51 and 101 to spend some time with Adam and Carolyn. They're hilarious. <laughs> and I love them so dearly. Yes. Um, the next people we're going to share are actually Matt Smith from number 96 and Megan Chung from number 109. This is a husband and wife duo. Oh, oh I'm sorry. I should say trio. Uh, hmm. Actually, you know what? That, well, no, they're a husband and wife duo. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Gosh, sorry. I mean, I know I'm correcting myself a lot, but that's because I'm a moron. <laughs> Who needs to correct himself a lot? Um, I say things without thinking them through. That's the problem. Yeah. No, um, they are a husband and wife duo. We'll leave it at that. No new idea. Mm, I think we all would actually not to like to leave it at that. I new idea. They're in a quartet called Iridas um, with Macaulay Schmitz and another man who I cannot remember for the life of me, which I really painfully regret right now. He's um, not part of the trio. But I've never met him before, and he just n- newly joined, so I have a little bit of an excuse there. But um, Iridas is awesome. It's a, good, it's a piano and string quartet, and they do all kinds of badass stuff. They're all amazing musicians, and Michaela Schmitz is in that group. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was on episode 85, and also she was featured on last episode with her, hus- with her husband duo. <laughs> Sergio mm. Sanchez on the tune Bang Bang. Uh, so on, so she's on volume one and volume two, actually, which is, is just fine. You know, McCullough's a badass, so why shouldn't yes. she be featured on multiple episodes? Um, but this is featuring Matt Smith from 96, Megan Chung from 109. This is the band Iridos with McCullough Schmitz called Jessica Jones Theme from the Marvel TV show <laughs> Jessica Jones, performed by Iridos.
Ooh. Mm. Did you like that? Um. Did you like it? I don't know because while it was playing, I think Doctor Who took over my brain. Oh, Doctor Who. See, I that song, the the way that that the, like their rendition of it sounds to me reminds me of Dexter's theme song, kind of. No, 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 no. The actor who plays Doctor, the Doctor, is also oh the, the, the mind one guy, that man. one guy. Babe, you're just not nerdy cool enough. <laughs> that one guy. The one guy that plays Doctor Who. Can you name any of them? No, absolutely okay. not. <laughs> absolutely not. I just know one fact about that show. <laughs> well, I know a couple. The Galeks or something, right? Ugh, just stop trying. What do they say? Destroy or something like that? Exterminate. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, Lord, half of the world is just going, oh, you're, you're one Irish listener just stopped listening. He's like, that's it. We're done. Oh, my goodness. I have more than one. That's like saying, like, Mr. Rogers says, like, won't you be my friend? TSA agent. <laughs> TSA agent. No, man. Hey. Uh, I really don't know anything about Doctor Who. I've I've watched a couple seasons and I did not like it at all. Cause you're wrong. I know. I I I I don't disagree with you the on that. The rest of the world says <laughs> you're wrong. I just don't like it. I've tried. Everyone's like, no, but you got to get through season four. You're gonna get and then, the, then the next so person goes, Whoa, much hate season mail. five, and I just can't like it. I, I've you're tried. You're gonna get so much hate mail. I hope not, but it's I agree that I will. From me. I was gonna say, and and not about Doctor Who. And after this, I think <laughs> just, I'm gonna start it just all hate. over again. All right. Well, hey, that was Iridos. I really do love those guys. They're awesome uh, husband and wife duo <laughs> with friends. <laughs> mm. I did such a horrible job of introducing that song, and I just apologize to them wholeheartedly. That's all I can say. Oh, man, I guess. I hope I, I do better with this next one. Um. I really hope so. Well, <laughs> this is, time will tell. <laughs> this dude was featured on episode number 73. This is my dear friend Molly Neely performing with the Molly Neely Trio, which the acronym is MNT, which is the same as my old band, Many a Noche Trio, which you heard earlier, MNT. Um, this is a song called Wherever Is Your Heart. I think it's time we found a way back home. Lose so many things you love as you grow. I miss the days when I was just a kid. My fear became my shadow, I swear it did. Wherever is your heart, I call home. Wherever is your heart, I call home. Though your feet may take you far from me. Wherever is your heart, I call
Neely Trio, wherever is your heart? Molly is a great friend of mine. We have known her. I've, she's one year younger than I am, and I've known her since we went to elementary school together. Um, when I was in first grade, and she was in kindergarten, I assume is when we first met. You know, oh. she's been a friend of mine forever, uh, and she's awesome. She, uh, you have not met her yet, babe. Okay. She knows. She knows you. She's always like, "Dang, I want to meet Laurie." Whenever I come home, and if like you're Aww. not there, like every time I've been able to hang out with her, it's been at, like public downtown or something like that when you either haven't gotten there yet right. or like like last year when i when i did this episode i had dropped you off in chicago remember and then i had the oh. few days where i did micah's episode and i did aaron lee martin's episode and i yeah. did molly's episode so i did all these episodes when i got back after like our holiday time you know right and so i hung out with molly and did this episode um and it was funny because that was that i told you about this where she where she was like have you updated your relationship status when we've been dating for about three years or so? Two we and only a half years. just updated our relationship <laughs> status last week. Last week for the first time <laughs> in our in our relationship. We went from I went from being engaged to my best friend Sloan. Yeah. Who is married mm-hmm. and to engaged to you. So mm-hmm. That was the first change. Well, first and change that was since high school. And you, you and I had talked about it a long time ago. Like I was, I, I'm not. I, I don't change my Facebook status for. St- I did that. I don't either. I yeah, did that back in the day. Um, I did that back in the day with girls that I would be broken up with and then together and then broken up. With. <laughs> and I, I, I quickly realized that that's very embarrassing to be putting that back up and down. Right. <laughs> so, and I quickly, and then after that, it was like, oh. You might break up with this person. That's really weird to let everybody in your life know, including like weird, mm. you know, weird people you never, you don't even know. I mean, there's people on my, uh, that are Facebook friends with me that I don't even know. And why should they know what my relationship says? Well, is? adversely, you could try to go the other direction and, and jokingly be engaged to your best yeah. girlfriend in this scenario in which you were both heterosexual. Right. And like, but and you had like family members that were like, oh. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> they were very accepting of our love. It was just uh, mistaken, misguided, you. you know. Misguided. Yeah. But yeah. they, uh, hey, I would be honored. Yeah. 
absolutely freaking honored to marry Sloan, but it's just was not in our uh, genetic cards. Know yeah. what I'm saying? Well, but, on a on a on a serious note about about Molly and our relationship, babe, yeah. it's like uh, Molly is not only a great human and very trustworthy person, but also you are a great human, very trustworthy. And I remember I, I recorded that episode with thanks, her babe. at like midnight at her house, you know, when I was in Wichita, and I and I'm I, that's the reason that she brought it up was she's like, does Lori know that you're here at my house like in the middle of the night, you know? And I was like, yeah, shit, I told her I was coming. Over, you know and she's like doesn't that look weird and i was just like i was like you and i have we're like brother we're, we're like brother and sister i was like i told her you know like you you had no care in the world why don't you care if i go to woman house at midnight because if you cheat on me then you're Bye-bye. really the one that should be concerned not <laughs> <Yeah>. me <laughs> <laughs> you're dead me no it's but it, no it speaks to no, both I, of you i don't care i don't care yeah. i just don't I well and it speaks to both of you about how trusting and caring you both are it's like like you i mean and you know it's you know she she was worried about how that looked and didn't want you to think it was weird oh and you were like no i trust you if it, you trust her it doesn't matter it's all good i gotta say i'm pretty lucky i've never had like the jealous uh yeah. part of my brain i just don't yeah it just doesn't occur to me. Jealousy has not been a problem in our relationship from either side, I don't think. Yeah, That's... it just doesn't occur to me to to think that you'd be doing anything bad. And I guess I figure if you are doing something bad, then I'll deal with it when it happens. <laughs> <laughs> so threatening. Like, I mean, I am an Italian woman. <laughs> That's true. And Irish. And so. Irish. Uh, right. So as you always say, drunk and angry. Either way, drunk time. and angry. Watch out. <laughs> And I got a lot of cousins that'll come after that's you. That's true. That's true. <laughs> all right. So, yeah, that's Molly Neely. She's such a dear friend of mine. Her band is awesome. They perform all over Wichita, Kansas. And uh, and she, I wish she could sing all the time for everyone. She's got a beautiful voice. She's a beautiful person and just a, one of my oldest friends. Just that's a great, great, lovely. great, great lady. Um, so go listen to her episode. That's number 73. Um, again, it's kind of like Matthew Grant. I could go on about her for days about how cool she is and... Uh, she needs to hear that more often, too, I think. Oh. So I'm glad she's hearing it here. And and I can't wait for you guys to meet. She's very silly. Me um, neither. That'll be a good day. That will be a good day. Good day for me. A worlds collide vibe, I think. But she, you know, she's, she's been wanting to meet you, too. That's great. You know, let's make it happen well, one day when we go back. Don't get jealous when she likes me more. Uh, I had not thought of that yet. Hmm. Maybe jealousy will play a role in our relationship. <laughs> I just got a little angry. <laughs> truthfully thinking wait molly will like you better than she likes me (laughs) this sucks i will keep on not letting you meet (laughs) keep you separate so i can be friends only to you okay um that just a little insight into how sick i am in the head (laughs) oh i think this episode's been insight enough Uh, he's insane. All right. Um, well, that was Molly Neely. The next tune I'm going to show you is from my dear friend, Zach Churchill. Hey. We love Zach. I'm we trying to Zach. find what episode I had him on. Oh, there it is. Uh, episode 98. 98. Zach came in. Oh, Zach. Um, this is cool. This is, uh, he actually played the tune live on the show. Yeah. Um, but this has never been heard before. Woo. This is the first time people are hearing this. In- well, actually, I think he played it on the radio one time. A couple weeks ago. So it sounds like Damn it. many hundreds of people have heard <laughs> yeah, it. Probably hundreds. Well, basically uh, just Long Beach. Well, now the ones. Greater long Beach More area. ones of people <laughs> will hear it. <laughs> no, this is, uh, uh, this, this is the new, like, the new fully recorded, fully produced badass version 
of this amazing tune called Bartender by Zach Churchill. Let's go right now. Let's just let's just let's just do it just, right just, here. Just play. Oh, How about well, now? Not in front of all these people. <laughs> Bartender. Bartender, please don't ignore the light that shines from under the door. It's wasting electricity and draining the life out of me. Bartender. Don't forget to burn the ice and light cigarettes Well, I know it's late, but you can't leave yet It's time to throw out the last guest Have I been? Wish I could just wake myself up.
Yeah. Yeah. I'm so proud of my buddy Zach. Um, yeah. He's awesome. Yep. That's the first thing I need to say about him. Uh-huh. <laughs> he is awesome. Um, no, but he did play that tune live. And uh, it's been, that's, you know, a tune that he, he's very open about it. He told it, he told the story on the episode of the podcast he was on. Sorry, I forgot the number again. It's uh, 98. Uh, 98. Um, he told the story, but that was, he, he wrote that song for the bartender that found him after, after he had OD'd on heroin mm. in a bathroom in a bar, right? And mm. almost passed away that night. Oh my gosh. Several years ago. Um, so he wrote that song for that bartender, basically, you know? Um, and so it's just a really, it, his story, I mean, there's a much longer story, obviously, that goes into that, the, the writing of that and all that. Um, but he, you know, he's so, he's he wears all these stories and these emotions on his sleeve about that kind of stuff. And that song has become kind of a theme for a lot of people that are going through um, the 12 step programs that they, that are offered. I guess you're not supposed to say the names all the time, but, uh, but I guess that yeah, I, that's, I've heard something about you're not supposed to, t- well, no, I can say it cause I'm not, you, know, you can't right? say their names, but you can say the names. Of the I know, programs. but you're not supposed to say AA and stuff or something like that. I've heard that before, but, um, I don't know. Well, um, no, I'm just, I, I better, we better they're, not. They're working on their, they're working <laughs> on their sobriety. Yeah. People that sobriety. work on their sobriety. Yeah. This has become like a theme for so many people because so many people can relate to it basically. And yeah. Zach's going to correct me on all that stuff. So please, uh, don't tweet at me corrections for that. I will learn from my friend, <laughs> but I need to learn about, about all that stuff more. I'm just correcting like crazy, but, yeah. um, it's fine. I know. People know where my no heart's harm. at. People know where my heart's at. But the, but the thing, but the, the truth of the matter is that Zach wrote that and people relate to it like crazy. Yeah. And so he, you know, people ask him to play it all over the place. And now that he's recorded this, you know, he, uh, he has this awesome producer that he's working with on this new album. And, uh, I mean, the track's incredible, you know, and I'm just proud of him for doing that stuff. And also I'm proud of, uh, our friendship. You know, I met, uh, I, I met him years ago and we did a few gigs together. Um, but then we actually ran into each other, um, on an airplane from oh, Hawaii yeah. back to LA. And it was the loneliest flight of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I, I won't go into all the details of why, uh, but it was one of the worst things It was, uh, it was uh, during a really hard time in my life. And I, and I ran into him very lonely thinking about friendship and people I had lost and things. And, um, I ran into Zach, in the middle of the air, in the middle of the ocean, in an airplane. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, very much God or the universe sending me somebody that that I didn't know at the time was going to become extremely important in my life. And I, and I even remember coming home and talking to you about it and just going like, God, it was so crazy running into Zach. Like, mm-hmm. I felt like he was put there to like make me feel better or like give me some hope or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and he had Leland and Arena with him. Yeah. And so, you know, it was amazing. Uh, and it was, it meant a lot to me to be, just to be completely truthful. And so Zach has helped so many people, including myself, you know, and, uh, and it was just such a cool time. So I, we, I ran into him and then we st- because of that, I think we, beca- we, we started talking a little bit more. And then at the beginning of 2018, just started playing together like constantly, you yeah. know? And so all of last year, I, I, I spent so much time playing and traveling with Zach. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did 40 gigs together last year in 2018, wow. which yeah, is crazy. That's bonkers. Uh, he's one of the hardest working people I know, always hustling, yep. such a great dude. And I just can't go on. I've been another guy that I could go on forever about. Um, but he, he works his ass off. And I, and for two people that gig constantly, it, it 40 is a really large number 
because we, you know, like that, like we, we both played so many That's more insane. gigs than 40. I don't even know how you were able to schedule 40. Yeah, it's crazy. Gigs. Well, the, the trick is that we, a lot of days we would literally do three in a day. Like yeah, we would do, we would do a brunch gig in the morning. We'd do an afternoon like party gig and then like an evening restaurant or bar or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. So we did a lot of three a day gigs. Like, you know, that happened often. So actually, and, and pretty much every time we do, we'd play together, we would do two. You know, mm-hmm. very seldomly do I do one gig with Zach. So it's, we're always doubling and tripling up. So that helps a little bit, but, but yeah, but it's true, man. I've, I, I literally did a 12 hour gig with Zach in Chicago where we started playing at 7 PM. Yeah. And I think we took three breaks d- throughout the night. And then at 7 AM we played our last song. Mm-hmm. So we watched the sunset I got and, texts and rise. And the sky was all different colors throughout yeah. the the time that you were it was crazy it. yeah it was yeah. just absolutely insane and you know he's completely sober and i just drink alcohol so it was a complete <laughs> we didn't have any help so getting through that 12 hour a terrible friend <laughs> is what you're saying an enabling jerk no 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 <laughs> no no don't say that no no he he, he is not <laughs> what a horrible thing to say that's no, not true not. though um no but that's you know we didn't have any what i was trying to say was we didn't have any help getting through that i mean even yeah. alcohol is not an upper of any kind you no. know so we're like so it was a it was a crazy thing to have done and i'm so proud that we did that it's crazy i've yes. never done a 12 hour gig before mm, um no. so and i don't know how many people that I did, have i did an eight hour gig once yeah see that's for a cool. lovely Filipino family. Oh, that's true. Uh, that's right. That was just last year too. They just kept asking me to sing songs. They yeah. were just really pumped. It's awesome. They just kept giving me wine. Yep. Well, hey, we'll do those long gigs. It costs a pretty penny, but we yep. have done them. <laughs> yeah. Paid my rent that exactly. one night. Paid my rent that <laughs> exactly <month>. <laughs> big time. So yeah, so that yeah, uh, Zach's awesome. I'm so uh, happy for him that he's got that track, and I'm so happy that I got to share that on my podcast when only a handful of people have heard that. Mm-hmm. And he's just, and it's not, you know, it's not. He hasn't officially released it, basically. So it's, yeah. you know, he's played it on the radio one time, and now I'm playing it here. You know, so that's pretty exciting. Yeah. Um, but it, he he will be releasing singles, and he will have a full album, I think, within the year, I believe. I, I think is his goal. So we'll see what happens. That's great. Um, but yeah, Zach's awesome. Episode ninety eight. Go check it out. What a sweetheart and a great friend of mine. Um, though we're, we're nearing the end. The last, the last artist we're going to show is another great piano player, like I mentioned earlier before in the evening. This um, was episode... Oh, crap. I just lost it. Oh, there it is. 83. 83. Okay. This is a guy named Michael Raganese. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love Mike. Uh, he, uh, I'm going to talk about him after the track. I'm just going to get into this. Um, this is a track called Crescendo Scopridae featuring Jasmine Tommaso. This is a duo track with Michael and, and Jasmine, and it is truly beautiful. This is Crescendo Scopridae. Don't know why I tried to say that twice. Should have stopped it once. Here we go. E questa melodia che il tempo porta
Dude, Michael is such an awesome guy. He's so silly. <laughs> like every time we hang out, uh, we just laugh. I don't like. We barely know each other at this point because all we've done is laugh. <laughs> out of all the times we've hung out, uh, I love him. Man. He's he's hilarious, and uh, we always just hang out and just we yeah. Like I said, we just laugh and laugh and laugh. But his episode is so incredible for, to me because, uh, and it was so difficult for me to pick a, a, a favorite. On this one, because I had two favorites, really. Uh, from, but he he shared two tracks, and they're both amazing. They're both your favorites. They're both my favorites. Um, of his, and the, <laughs> the other one he 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 shared was with Walter Smith the Third, who's uh, you know an amazing saxophone player, and he teaches up at IU now. <coughs> Excuse me, and um, uh, yeah, Walter this Smith the Third and him had a thing. You what? cough and say "excuse me," and so I always think that you're sneezing. Oh. Well, I meant to excuse me like, well, no, I mean, you get it. Everybody knows excuse me. We all get it. It's just that <laughs> in life you do this. Right. I do it. And you're always, you always say bless you. And I go, that was a cough, not a sneeze. You know, and you're like, well, I take it back then. So yeah. you always say. Just some insight into our. Just a little insight into what, uh, one of the most confusing lives. parts of our relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Everything else is clear. Um, so the the, <laughs> the yeah, I loved both tracks. And my mom listened to this episode and called me afterwards and was like, and, and uh, she said I was trying to do work and, and like listening to this podcast while I was working. And every time the music would start, I had to completely stop because it was so incredible. And and it's true. I the the two uh, I I have to say those two tracks on his episode were hauntingly beautiful and like mesmerizing in some strange way. You know, and and I I really. You know, I had to pick between which one to share, and it was hard for me because I love. They're both different, and Michael's an amazing piano player, and I I could listen to him all day. So, that's really all I have to say about that. Well, that's great news. I like him. I, that's the reason I had him on the show is because I like him, and he's a badass. And that's pretty much why I have everybody on the show. So, he's just another one. I'm sure that makes him feel very special. I hope so. Well, you mean just because everybody? Because I just made him sound like everybody's a badass, and and yeah. he's not special because everybody's badass. Yeah. 
<laughs> I'm sure he doesn't feel that way. He knows me. He knows my love for him is true and real and strong. Okay. See? Okay. Well, that's been the episode. Oh. You know, that's all the tracks for this episode. You know? Okay. Did you like them? I did like them. And I've finished all but one blueberry. <laughs> all but one blueberry. Yeah, that one had mold on it. Ugh, you, you ate all the other ones and didn't even know? It, that The other ones didn't have mold on them. I know, but it was touching the moldy berry. It's like a little tiny dot. There was mold molecules on the other ones, I guarantee it. Great. The mold. more to strengthen my immune system. I guess. We'll see. Yep. We'll see by morning. Okay. Anyways. I hope you guys enjoyed the freaking show this week. Yeah. I must say. I must say. I had a, I, we had a good time putting it together. And that's a, that's been volume two. Um, next week we're going to do another one. Yeah. Ain't that right, Shug? Shug. Sugar. Shug. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't know what that means, so they'll be Shug. Sugar. That means sugar. That means sugar. <laughs> it was not a derogatory slur. Not Shug Knight. It was not. Okay. No. All right. Thanks for clarifying that. I don't think it needed to be, but so many things that I clarified tonight probably didn't need to be That's either. That's right. I was just looking out for you. Thanks, sweetie. He was saying a very sweet thing. I don't remember what the question was, but... Me neither. Okay. Um. Anyways, uh, thank you for letting us waste so much of your time this evening. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed volume two. If you didn't, if you, if you only listened to this one because you knew some of the artists or something, go back to the volume one. Cause there's some amazing tunes on that episode. Uh, and like I, like I said before, I really, you know, I only have people that I love on the show and the, and I'm so proud to know all these guys. If you listen to this music, it's like, wow, wow. These are some killing, killing musicians. So that's right. I hope you guys enjoy the music that's been shared on this podcast. I hope that you don't fast forward. Like I said last week. Yeah, don't and do that. And I hope that that you like some of these tracks so much that you do go back and listen. Because I gave you all the episode numbers in hopes that you would go, I love that music. Let me go find out who these people are. You know? Mm-hmm. That's the whole goal of these. Mm-hmm. I'm fishing to get these guys heard by more people. Yeah. You know? I'm a fisherman, and that's the that's the carp I want. You know? Carp. What? That's your choice fish? It was my first choice of fish in my brain. And I'd appreciate it if you had my back on that. Always. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. Um, I'm going to end the show by talking to one listener, a group of listeners. And uh, like I said last week to my lovely betrothed, I love (laughs) you very much. I love you too. Thanks for joining me on these crazy episodes. You're welcome. Okay. (laughs) I will start talking to one listener or a group of listeners and try to get them to up their game. Yeah. Like I do every week. Yeah. And that's going to start right now all right this week i'm talking to some people that really tick you and me off babe yeah men with no ties (laughs) this may be a little bit risky to talk about this right now because we just interacted with some of these people and they might they might listen and go he's making fun of me yep but the thing is I love them all. It's fine. They understand that we're friends. But hey, you got to have some ties, man. You got to own a tie. I won't really go into detail about why we know these guys now, but because that would really give you guys too many clues. But hey, if you're a professional, get some ties. If you're a grown man, (laughs) own a tie. Own a damn tie. (laughs) I tried to tie this section of the show into the the rest of the show last week, but this week I'm going hard at these guys with no ties. And these, all these guys, they borrowed my ties. Yeah. And now I have the smut of people that don't have ties and should. Ugh. 
On my nice ties. Uh huh. So hey, if you're a guy that doesn't wear a tie, wear a tie. Wear a tie. <laughs> Own a tie at very least. And if you do that, maybe one day, just maybe, you could be super strong too. Just like Ryan. <laughs>